Dan, you're really uh, nursing that beer over there. Hey, don't you worry about what I'm doing over here. I'm worried about uh, my friend being a pussy is what I'm worried about. You know, being called a pussy isn't even an insult to me, bro, because I know you love pussy. <laughs> Relentless pussy. All right. Know? Okay. All right. So basically, you just said you loved me, which means you're gay, and now we have to kiss. Bro, I'd love to kiss you. Welcome to the smoke pit. Hey. <laughs> so we have a fucking episode today. Yeah, we do. A motherfucking episode. Okay. <laughs> Super intense. We have the uh, host of the Sierra Hotel Echo She podcast here with us today. Mm-hmm. They um they, they thought they were coming out here for a cruise that they won. Nope. <laughs> Total catfish. Exactly. <laughs> now they have to be on our shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they came all the way out from uh, sunny Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the- snowing tomorrow, though. Snowing? Yeah, it's gonna snow tomorrow. Mm. Oh. So we'll so, just stay here. Uh, to my right, I have uh, Caitlin. Would you tell us our li- our listeners, uh, all three of them, a little bit about yourself? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. my-, <laughs> my name is Caitlin Chacon. I'm an Air Force veteran. I'm currently a student at the University of Colorado. Den- University of Colorado Denver. Um, I served in the Air Force for eight, eight years as an aircraft mechanic, essentially working on weapon systems. Um, I'm an Afghanistan veteran, and I started Sierra Hotel Echo just because I saw everything that veterans were doing, but I felt like the female voice was just lacking. And I, after I started getting in school and seeing the literature of how different female veterans are statistically, um, clinically, or socially. I just felt like their voice needed to be represented amongst all the male voices. And then my co-host is Jess, and I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Jess. Um, I'm an Army veteran, also a student at CU Denver. Um, what else? <laughs> Didn't you go somewhere cool? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what um, I was Lead with yeah. this, lead uh, with oh, this. Yeah, veteran, uh, Kuwait, I, through Iraq uh, to Syria. I uh, did chemical recon um, in the Army for four years, and that was fucking awesome. Ooh. And now I'm just... Chemical recon, what, what, what does that mean? Like, if you have, like, a, a barometer <laughs> and you see, like, a bunch of penicillin on the ground, you're like, Mike Sensi was here. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so um, basically, uh, we... We used to use the Fox, and now there's the NBC Striker, so it's just the Striker series, and it has all the chemical equipment in it, so we can be sealed and clean and go into a dirty area, um, and we can um, like test the water, soil, vegetation. Uh, we can get samples of like dead bodies or like dead animals, and like all of those things you just mentioned are in EP Mike's bedroom. <laughs> oh my right god! Now. Yeah. 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 Every single one. Yeah. Uh, so we have episode what twenty three today. Uh, we have myself, Dan Sharp, Marine Corps veteran, infantry, Iraq, Afghanistan, my co-host, Mike Sensi, um, uh, Air Force Auxiliary? Is, uh, yeah. Uh, is that what we're doing? Uh, Coast Guard Sanitation. Yeah. Uh, okay, there it is. Uh, just kidding. Um, he, he was an honorary Marine via the Navy. He's <laughs> been to a bunch of cool places. Our executive producer, EP Mike. Uh, since we have two Mikes, I... I you know, name so nice, I had to buy him twice. Uh, so we call him EP Mike, world's shittiest producer. Easily. Uh, but for some reason, we keep him around. Uh, it's because of that face. Look at that face. No, I thought it was like the massive dong. Well, it's both. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's the face I was talking about. Like, it, Look at like, that face. I, I would like to lead into that, ladies. Can can there ever be too big? Oh, wow. Here we go. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry for you, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, forever alone. Wow. Forever alone. It is scary, like seeing him like walk from uh, the 
from his bedroom to the kitchen naked. Yeah. You know, it's like the scene from Jurassic Park. Yeah. But instead of like the T-Rex tail, it's just his dong. Oh my <laughs> That's God. Right. It's like a baby arm. Da-na-na-na-na. Yeah. He does move in herds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have um, uh, a bit of a barn burner today. Yeah. And we're going to start off with uh, a bit of a segment called We Forced a Bot to Watch All the Smoke Pit Podcasts and Write Its Own Episode. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think that that went, ladies? I think it was probably not able to create an algor- algorithm <laughs> correctly at all. Jess? I thought it was spot on. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're going to read it for you guys now. Uh, begins. Um, cliff Notes. Dan has the emotional danger. Mm. Mike. More drunk than acceptable. Fair. So far, pretty spot on. Not bad, not bad. Dan, I tell jokes because I am unloved. Mike mumbles. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. EP Mike is breakdancing on his laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Probably deleting audio. God damn it. God damn it. Dan, how can I die without making people sad? Mm. Mike has sex with fat girl loudly. What the fuck? <laughs> Dan, give me sadness burrito. Mike. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, artificial intelligence at its best. Absolutely. Kind of a home run, I feel. Honestly, yeah. I feel like at this point we could just hang up the cape yeah. and let the uh, the bot just write the episodes from now on. For real, yeah. Let's take yeah. a vacation. Let's go to Colorado. <laughs> Colorado would be a fucking awesome place Colorado to go. It is super yeah. dope, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, a uh, little bit of a lightning round. If you had a mm. all-expense-paid vacation to anywhere in the world, where would it be? Jesco. Syria. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah no. oh. I don't know. Fuck, this is a hard question. Into the mic, please. Oh right, right, right. If you're going to whisper, oh fuck, <laughs> like, please at least let our listeners hear it. Yeah. Um, where would I go? I don't know, like Bora Bora or something. Oh. Yeah, Ooh. like where like the water's so clear and like pretty. Yeah, I'd go there. Nice. Yeah, I feel bad because I feel like I would stay in the water. Yeah, you know. Like, you're like, oh, what is that, like, weird white trail floating through? Oh, get away. <laughs> Gross. Uh, oh, now you're virtuous? Yeah, yeah. Is that the line? I'm, I'm now do we find virtuous. the line? Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's too far, Dan. Um, how long do I have for this vacation? Uh, 27 years. I, so I just live there? If you want, or you can come back tomorrow. What? Oh, so The world is your oyster, my I friend. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like making decisions. <laughs> I would say all expenses paid. I want to do something like I kind of just want to go to Canada, honestly. Yeah, like Canada. Yeah, like uh, Montreal, Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah like, all the, like all the major cities, like Toronto and stuff. Nice. I think it'd be cool. Kayla, um, I've been wanting to do this trip for a while to Mobin Zeke. I always say it incorrectly. Or Tanzania, where you go and you help um, collect uh, like a dolphin sanctuary because my favorite animal is a dolphin and they're endangered there. And then you also help the village um, work in the schools. So it's not like luxury, but I've been wanting to do that forever. So I do that. God, now I got to say something like noble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so two things on that. One, um, I was in Key West and I got to swim with this 900-pound uh, bottlenose named Stormy. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. And yeah. like uh, the, all the dolphins at this uh, water park were wild. They just put like a sonar in the water and that tells the dolphins that it's feeding time. And over the years, they've like taught them the behaviors. So, like, they're not kept in a cage or a tank or anything. They just come and go, and they've never missed a show in, like, 17 years. That's amazing. Yeah. So if anybody wants to go to Key West to swim with dolphins, like, let me know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Hand and raise. two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and did you say Mozambique? Yeah. 
Okay, because I thought that was just like shooting a dude twice in the chest and then one in the face. It is, yes. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I didn't think that was saving dolphins. Either way. <laughs> Good old Mozambique. That's right. It's a layered country. <laughs> a layered country. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shoot a guy in the face, save yeah. a dolphin, get some Starbucks. <laughs> like, we're progressing. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I think for me, uh, if I could take an all-expense-paid vacation to anywhere, it'd probably be space. Okay. And like I know you came in clutch with that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like you know, kind of like a douchebag answer to be like, "Oh, I'd go to Jupiter or whatever." But just to like even go to the moon or even go to like Florida to take the zero G flight out of uh, I think Cape Canaveral. Ugh, but you have to go to Florida. Hey, hey, how dare you? All right. Gross. All right. Do we, do we, are we going to go in on Indiana this episode? No, because Indiana is super virtuous. Let me know. Just I got like, the several bullets. <laughs> I don't know. I I would rather go to Florida than Indiana. Oh, so oh. cool. There's crazy yeah. people. Disney World. Great. Great. Disney World. Great. Surrounded by idiots. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what, you know what is the most damaging part of all this? Mm. Is I was going to take you there for our wedding. Oh, really? I wanted our first kiss to be on the Zero-G flight, so I could say it was out of this world. Aww. How no, dare I'm not, you? I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what is this feeling? Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of feelings, yeah. Uh, the other night I um, I sent uh, co-host Mike a, a song. Would you, would you tell us a little bit about that? Why, why are you doing this? I, I don't Did know. we talk about this? I feel like we talked about this. Not but, on the show. Oh, fair enough. Um, no, it was like it was like one or two a.m. It was pretty late, and uh, I was awake doing what I do at one or two a.m. Nothing, just staring at the ceiling. And uh, mm, I have yeah. thoughts, but go on. <laughs> I don't believe that. My hands were full at the moment, and uh, Dan texts me, and I stopped. Yeah, full all. of cheeks. <laughs> Any fucking way. Uh, so I stopped what I was doing. I paused my video, and uh, whenever Dan texts me, I stopped everything I'm doing. And so, and then he sent me a link to a song, and it was uh, Ernie from Sesame Street singing "I Don't Want to Live on the Moon." And it was, he was like, I'm in my feels. And so I listened to it and I fucking got in my feels. And so I was like crying alone at 2 a.m., which I'm one to do, but for something totally random. <laughs> Instead of just emotional trauma. Yeah. Usually it's just the lack of sleep and Yeah. And so I think that brings it full circle because I would like to go to the moon. Right. But I don't think I'd like to live there. Mm-hmm. Mm. If, if you haven't listened to that song, you should listen to it. Yeah. It, you probably listened to it when you were a kid. Yeah. Like if you are a human being. That grew up in a decent country. Sure. Not like Mozambique. <laughs> Riding dolphins to right. shoot people in the face. At <laughs> the same time. Fuck yeah. yeah. Next spring break. That's right. Yeah, that and um, I was I was talking to a, a mutual friend of Mike's and I, and she uh, she plays the banjo. Mm-hmm. And I asked her about uh, the Kermit the Frog song, Rainbow Connection. Yeah. I was like, is that played out? Like, is that like Wonderwall, you know? Yeah. Like, you're <laughs> at, you know, life, yeah. you know, the the family incest fest 14, you know? Right. And you're like, oh, yeah, so it's fucking my cousin's sister. Anyway, <laughs> here's Rainbow Connection. Yeah. But a bing, 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 bing. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so if you haven't... Uh, Listen to those old school songs from like the Muppets or PBS. Correct yourself. Yeah, I don't think you said that last episode. No, I, I was saving got a couple it up. DMs. Yeah. yeah, really. Yeah, people were like, "Where is the correct?" And they always spell it wrong on purpose. Like, the correct yourself. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Boom. Moving on. That's right. So we um we we had a bit of a uh, <laughs> a, a drunken podcast, which the audio will not be released. Never. It's for blackmail purposes <laughs> yeah, only. For, uh, we have a binding resolution for right. Geneva <laughs> Convention. But I did ask a very interesting question that I, I think that w- would bear repeating. Mm. Um, when you go out on a first date with somebody, what's something that they can do that will almost instantly guarantee they do not get a second date? Mm. Caitlin. Oh, I thought we were going to do that. They do. Yeah, that'll be next. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for stealing the thunder. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Caitlin. Um, I'm, I'm trying to 
think what I can somebody else go and try and think what I said yesterday Mike uh, that would guarantee not having a second date uh, just don't compliment me enough pretty much uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will I will say if you don't laugh at my jokes like at least one then you're dead to me anyway so that's pretty much it he is very insecure yeah I'm insanely insecure fear yeah. of rejection yeah Jess Am I supposed to say what I said last night? Because I don't even remember. I do. I remember mine. <laughs> okay. um, I guess like probably just like like being on their phone and like mm. being distracted by it, and then uh, like being a dick to the like to the, the waiter. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, I said if it's like online dating, if I show up and you don't look like your pictures, like. I'm going to leave early, and I won't ever see you again. Dang. Yeah, yeah like when we picked them up from the airport, she uh, immediately hit me with the Heisman stiff arm and yep. tried to get back on the plane. But they're like, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, like, you, you can't. Like, this yeah. this isn't going back to Denver. Yeah. She's yeah. like, but I am. <laughs> False news. Yeah. She's like, I will rent a Segway if I have to. Right. I'm out of here. Um, yeah, so uh, Jess stole my thunder a little bit because I said it first last night. What? But Everybody's if you're your thunder, man, yeah, I know it's, it's thunderless it's, over there. Uh, no bullshit. I got plenty. <laughs> I got plenty. Yeah, but if you're a dick to the wait staff, um, you know the, the the way I like to order is like, hello, may I please have this? If you're like, yeah, I need this, or yeah, let me get yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's kind of a kind of a dick move. And then also like uh, when you could tell when somebody's like on the move somewhere, like you go to like. Um, like go through the door and if they're not like holding the door for other people or at least look around to see if anyone's there because mm. i remember this girl she like basically almost like dropped the the door on this uh, this older lady that was coming in i was like that was fucking rude <laughs> you know just like because that kind of shows you that they're self-absorbed and they're not really present in the environment and what's going on right so for me that's like uh, those two things are like a surefire way to probably not get a call back however like we did talk about, the girl who's sending nudes and stuff is not the one getting ghosted. That's true. That's true. So that being said, yeah. what things will guarantee a second date? I thought we were gonna go. Okay. Um. Well, I had said that one time we I had a date with a guy like on a Saturday night, and he called me the Friday night before to like just talk and get like the jitters out of the way and like figure out a restaurant. It was like a team effort, so I really liked that. Hmm. Uh, yeah, just laugh at my jokes, pretty much. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, sense of humor is huge. Uh, just, like, willingness to be kind of silly. Because it is an awkward situation, especially the first time you're meeting somebody. So if you're willing to just kind of be silly and embrace how weird it is and just kind of laugh about it, then I think that's kind of cool. No, I, I remember hiding in a bush for one of your dates, yeah. as best friends are prone to do. I appreciate that. You're my Overwatch. Is that a true story? And we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> let the man finish. I'll let you decide. <laughs> and so the... Uh, the, the girl you know, walked up to the table, and at this point, Mike was finished eating. Uh, he didn't wait for her. <laughs> and he fuck? said, we both know why you're here. Take your panties off. <laughs> oh, man. And that's how that went, and she did. Yeah. Okay. And I watched from the bush like a pervert. That's right. <laughs> and we were never allowed to go back to the Olive Garden. Yeah, exactly. I've been banned from that Chuck E. Cheese for years. <laughs> <laughs> Jess? Um, I'd have to, like, kind of agree with uh mike it's like the like chemistry and just like being able to like laugh with each other um that'll do it (laughs) that'll do (laughs) i think for me um just saying that you want a second date is is huge because once you once you finish your date like there's always that anxiety like well did she like me did he like me did it go well did i say something stupid you know um Especially if there are those other things, like they are looking at their phone or whatever, mm-hmm. 
yeah, they might just be nervous or they might be like me and get like a million notifications a second. Yeah. I, if I really fucking like you, uh, you could tell because I don't check my phone. Right. And then when I pull it out, it's like all the notifications. <laughs> I got to spend 30 minutes in the parking lot, like going through them before I can even drive home. I'm like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, just simply saying that like, I had a great time. I'd like to see you again. Yeah. When are you available? Yeah. And just that simple act of uh, showing me that I'm not alone in this, um, yeah. that, that inherently, even if I didn't have the best time or, you know, we didn't have the best chemistry, I'd be willing to give somebody a second shot if they put the uh, the effort out there to try to see me. Right. I know you're a big proponent of this too, Dan. Uh, I always text within 24 hours of the day concluding, just saying the same thing pretty much, just a follow-up. It's a quick report card of what happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I always try to make a connection, even if it was horrible, just say, hey, you know, I had a horrible time and uh, <laughs> I would not <laughs> like to see you again. Yeah, pretty much. But still, take your panties off. Right. Of, cor- <laughs> of course, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, so the, uh, the, the idea that that, that some people think they have to wait like three days that's or so whatever. Dumb. That's so dumb. That's ridiculous because yeah. especially being in the military, right. you can go from like not knowing someone to being married in like six days mm-hmm. and like spending all your waking time with that person. Right. Because I'm clingy as fuck. You know, if I like a girl, like I want to be around her all the time. Right. Like, I'm trying to hold hands. <laughs> I'm trying to ride horses on the beach with you. Like, girl, let's do this. We yeah. doing it or not. And I understand it's not everybody's cup of tea, but... Uh, the the idea that you have to wait like days or whatever to play it cool so you don't seem desperate. No, I'm fucking desperate. Like right. let <laughs> let me love you. Well, I think that's just maturity. You know, like life is short, so just let it be known. Have transparent communication. Right. Yeah, that that is a fair point. So uh, EP, how are we doing on time? Seventeen to five. I was say, we haven't done anything yet. We haven't done anything. Uh, great time to talk about our sponsor, Comeback Home Over. <laughs> so, uh, ladies, out of these four scents that we have up here, which mm. is your favorite? Um, I liked the disgruntled NCO. Mm. Currently what I have in my hair. That's right. Mm. I haven't smelled them all, so. <laughs> Jess is doing her homework right now as we speak. Uh, typical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For <laughs> what? <laughs> So for those of you listening, she is frantically smelling (laughs) all the cans. Like an addict, yeah. (laughs) Turns out she loves them all. Do you guys have the pop smoke one? Not yet. That is uh, en route. Yeah. I like the cocaine and hookers. Don't we all? (laughs) (laughs) Hala. Yeah, um, I put a a thing out on our story, which if you don't follow us on Instagram, uh, you really should. Uh, but we, you know, we're like, hey, what does the pop smoke uh, scent smell like? And people, like, like sixty percent of the answers were like cream pie, and I was like, Jesus good. Christ, oh good. And then okay. after that, like, what uh, would that smell like? Yeah, I, I was about to ask, what does a cream pie Wait smell like? Wait for the stuff to get her. Vaginal juices yeah. and. I mean, I'm honestly juice. shocked that both of you don't know. Like a it, sex like... room. Yeah, like a sex room. You know, when you walk into a room, you can tell somebody just had sex. I don't want to necessarily think that's what a cream pie per se smells like. Yeah, because I figured, like, after a cream pie, like, I'm going to get down there and, like, take a selfie with it and right. be like, this is my art, you know? Exactly, oh, cool. yeah. Oh. Opening up a bake shop, what you, you never had a guy <laughs> take a selfie with you after sex? No. No? Did I tell you my friend who... Uh, uh, woman, you need to live more. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Austin, who did who got uh, catfished by that black guy and the same super awkward guy. Yeah. He uh, he hooked up with a hard tent. Like, he was stationed near Boston. He, like, took... He was, like, texting me the whole night. And he's like, I took this girl home. She's way out of my leg. She's super funny, super hot. Send me a picture. Go- like, gorgeous. And so they went back to his apartment. They ended up hooking up. He's like, I don't know what to do because I'd like sealed the deal and I was feeling so high on myself. So he's like, so I just high-fived her vagina. And then she was like, did you just slap my vagina? And he was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, well, you can lose my number. He's like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I think the weirdest thing that I've ever done after sex is um, 
like so I was wearing a condom and I took it off mm. and she was like you know could you could you go down on me like I like so I could finish I'm like yeah that's fine you mm. know like I'm a Can generous lover yeah, I was about to say okay go ahead <laughs> You know that that's fine, and especially if she's got like the fire of a gene, you know, and you right. only last like thirty seconds, you're kind of obligated for that True. blessing, you know. Be a gentleman, and yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, I'm down there, and I just got this wild hair up my ass, and I took a deep breath, and I just like blew a bunch of air in there, and she's like queefed all over my face. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why? It, it seemed right in the moment. Right. Yeah. So she just queefed all over my face. So okay. <laughs> and it was like a lot. Like I was like felt like a dog with his head out the window. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, but why? Who was that for, though? Like for, for me. Oh, okay. Okay. It was for training purposes only. Right. Exactly. So, would you do it again? Mm. Um, I think yeah, mm-hmm. but not if there was a cream pie involved. Sure. Well, no, nobody. <laughs> I, I think these things need to be stipulated. No, you're right. You're right. Like, because I don't know what happened in that Korean five way with EP Mike. Nothing, because oh it didn't happen. God. What? <laughs> you were the one who saying it did. Mm. <laughs> Wait, Dan. So I've actually kind of done the same thing, but to a, a guy but on his balls and it's like the best thing it's yeah like, <laughs> yes and he loved it, 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 it it's, it's like amazing it's like blowing like like raspberries on his balls and he's fucking just like yeah like when you blow like on yeah. somebody's stomach you know yeah. did yeah. he giggle i'd imagine it would make somebody giggle oh yeah yeah just the thought of it made me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thought of it made me heard wedding bells. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's just po- his wife material. That's, that's right. potent substance you got there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Caitlin, what about you? <laughs> what was the question? I don't think there was. What is the craziest or most raunchiest thing you've ever done in bed? Ooh, oh, wow. Because this is true equality, folks. All right? yeah, yeah. This is the kind of shit we talk about when it's just us boys. So yeah. true equality. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but the only thing that's coming to my mind so that there's not dead space is <laughs> um, all about the show. Right? <laughs> is one time I was with somebody and they were behind me, and then I turned around and I saw that they had their phone out and they were recording. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah, I, I hate that. Yeah, yeah, guys do that a lot. I hate that. Yeah, so I was like, "Can you delete that, please? Right. Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, that's the worst. Because if there's like. A verbal agreement beforehand, of course. Yeah, because yeah, there's been like there's been girls that have had no problem with like me busting out the phone, but like I always want to like watch it with them afterwards, you know? Like, right, yeah, yeah. home movies, yeah. you know? Review the game film. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a virgin, so um, <laughs> I don't know. For my microphone to be called Mr. Sex Man, I'm actually super vanilla. Like, I mean, you know me well enough, Dan. I actually am pretty fucking vanilla, so I don't think yeah. anything crazy per se. You know, just having sex with a, a 51 year old woman. Yeah, no, that's pretty pretty vanilla too. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of missionaries because <laughs> of her sciatic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, we'll we'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jess. So wait, the question was like raunchiest, craziest, raunchiest. Like, what what comes to mind? that's like literally me in a nutshell like nothing in the bedroom with me is like vanilla I don't know know. I've got like a like a studded crop underneath my bed I like that I've been tied up um you know group sex oh fuck you Mike oh my god um group sex (laughs) yeah are you and I the only one at this table who've had group sex what define group sex more than two people yeah I've had a three way no 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 like an orgy is like Three way's like, not really group. I guess it is group sex. Yeah, but. a three way would be group sex. Okay, well, then, yeah, I've oh, had yeah. group sex too. Also, I have not. No, sorry. 
Wouldn't you recommend have to apologize. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, apologize. You have to apologize. Damn it. <laughs> okay, but the craziest probably is like I was tied down to the bed with a gag and a blindfold, and um, he had like a like a body massager, and like I just you know like the suspense of like where he was gonna go next was like. So thrilling. You ended up yeah, going home. So hot. No, hell no. I had like the best orgasm of my life. I squirted nice. all over his bed. Nice. Like... <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right then. <laughs> you asked. You did ask. No, that's, that's, did ask. that's probably the best content we've ever had on the show. Easily, yeah, <laughs> easily. Yeah, see, we, we went real heavy last episode with the combat story, so we figured we'd, uh, you know, keep the enemy uh, on his toes. Yeah, and you avoid complacency, and yeah. then instead of just telling our sad combat stories uh, about bum me out, <laughs> yeah, we just talk about just you know Mike cream pie and girls, sure, and yeah, sure, all kinds of stuff as I'm one to do. Yep, yep. I, uh, on occasion, you know, <laughs> like you know, on your wedding night, sure, yeah, yeah. Or would that just be like boring for you to have sex on my wedding night? Yeah. I'm never getting married, so I don't see how that's. So, if you did find like a unicorn that you that you did that you would want to get married to, like, what would you have to do something to, like up the ante? No, still vanilla, still missionary, and then turn on Letter Kenny. <laughs> Excellent show, yeah. isn't it? It's a great show. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, next topic, I guess we uh, should probably get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. Sure. And uh, wh- wh- what did you guys fly out here to talk about again? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had uh, in production talked about dating stories. Ooh. 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 Dating stories. Saucy. All right. I'll let you lead into that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Soft pitch. All right. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, well, I've had like really, really good dating experiences and I've had really horrible ones. Um, just a blanket statement, though. I feel like a lot of people misuse uh, social media or online dating apps because they don't have an objective in it you know like they're just randomly like meeting up with whoever like they don't know like a criterion of like the type of person they're looking for or uh so i think a lot of people get hurt on online dating because they're mindlessly doing it Hmm. yeah more so just going for what's available versus what they actually want Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think that that's where this whole like ghosting thing comes from and people being left on red it's just because people aren't honest with themselves and what they're looking for so they can't tell whoever they're actually involved with oh two thousand percent like one day like a girl will be like yeah you know um, i, I want to be with you blah, blah blah and then the next day like she's you're not responding or anything and you're like really just like why, why do you gotta leave me on like that right yeah do you have experience with guys doing that um leaving like ghosting me or like leading you on um, I had a lot of experiences a while ago. I haven't dated in a long time, but I had experiences where they just didn't want to, like, we were, like, exclusively talking and dating, but they just didn't want to, like, claim me in public kind of thing, and that was a little hard. Yeah, that is rough. Yeah. As what previously stated, <laughs> like, uh, I'm clingy as fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be holding hands, taking pictures, like, showing you off. Like, that's, like, that, that would be fucking heartbreaking to yeah. me. I love that. Hmm. Um. Wow. So my dating life is a fucking mess. Um, <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> it's not. Um. I mostly. Yeah. So like, a more recent thing was like I I just recently got, like got ghosted and I just kind of wanted to know why. Like I, I didn't know if maybe I did something wrong or like whatever. But he just went back to his ex girlfriend. I'm like, that's totally okay. Like I wish you just could have told me that. But right. I feel like 
sometimes people just don't know like how someone else will respond but like again like if we're mature enough to like engage in sex and like talk about our feelings and like whatever you should be mature enough to just say how you feel like hey like uh, I broke up with my ex-girlfriend and we're like whatever I kind of felt like a little side piece but that's fine but like hey I'm getting back with her I'm like oh thanks for letting me know like that way I'm not like hung up on you or like wondering like oh what if but um honestly like the dating culture nowadays is just really frustrating and I just can't I can't get with it and I think I'm just gonna be alone forever <laughs> <laughs> I like it <laughs> Mike yeah um, my my dating life is non-existent uh, I go home and read my Bible every night but no honestly man like you guys touched on like especially just the convenience of having an app where you look at people's faces and then just judge them on aesthetics and say I want to be with that person or not is crazy to me. Um, so it, it does lead to a culture, unfortunately, of ghosting and left on red and stuff. But uh, I uh, I try not to do that stuff as much as I used to. I used to love it because it was like it was like you know, it was like a game kind of just like okay, left right, left right, and just kept my attention. It was great. Um, but um, I thought you meant ghosting was like a yeah, game. no, no, definitely not. Like, we no. was about to fight. Yeah, no, I make out afterwards because <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> um, I uh, no. I think it's um, it's done more harm than good. There's the convenience sake, but you shouldn't you should go over quality, not the quantity, which is I think everybody's doing now. And I think that kind of uh, leads into how people get uh, delusional images of themselves. Right. Like, oh, look at all these matches or all mm-hmm. these likes that I got and stuff. And they kind of uh, you know forget at the end of the day, like they still shit. They still put their pants on, you know, one leg at a time. You still shit. <laughs> I've told you so many times we need to take you to medical for a myriad of reasons. Poop in years. <laughs> Fascinating. He has, a, he has a, a diet fully consisted of corn. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Indiana. Corn liquor. Indiana. Corn on the cob. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, so uh, they, they kind of get this overinflated self of uh, sense of value, mm-hmm. and they think that they, uh, you know, they they don't have to take somebody's feelings into consideration because, like, oh well, I can do better or I can, you know, find happiness elsewhere. And they, they forget to look at the, um, the the effort that is being put into the relationship that they're currently in mm. or the people who are currently pursuing them. Yeah. I remember one time I, like, I ghosted somebody that was, like, really <gasps> nice. Uh, and it was just because, like, I thought it was a culture. Like, that's what everyone's doing, so, like, I'm going to do it too. And then uh, I remember – basically everyone started ghosting me that I was talking to and then I went back to that person because I was bored and I just like made a joke and he's like don't ever text me again and like at first I was like fair enough you know I like I kind of appreciate that he stood up for himself just like I I'm worth more than that yeah yeah but I mean wouldn't it have been better if he just clapped cheeks and then was like don't ever text me again right like that that kind of seems like no because this particular person was somehow trying to keep from me that he was an officer even like like it made sense that he was but he wouldn't admit it to me so like at the end of the day i was just like okay well it's all null and void at this point right fascinating so what would you say would be the key to like rekindling a romance that kind of ended on bad terms oh um i've never done that so um (laughs) you never went back to like an old flame or anything yeah, but not that or ended on bad terms. Okay, maybe I digress. Not like bad terms, like you guys were like, fuck you, I hate mm-hmm. you, stuff like that. But that, you know, there was a, you know, like somebody that you ghosted or ghosted you mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, that, that things kind of just fizzled out. 
I think there has to be a recognition in the beginning and say like this is my bad this is my right. bad and yeah. then go on from there and just kind of like scratch everything's a scratch you know time has gone by like because I do believe that like whoever's in your life is in your life at a purpose and a time and it may not be forever but that particular time is important to your journey so like kind of appreciate like okay well whatever happened in the past probably taught me something hmm. yeah just um well, first and foremost, I try not to do that, like go back to like a old like fling or like old like relationship or whatever. Like um, I've done it in the past and I've just gotten hurt. Um, but yeah, just like acknowledging like and like putting it out there and just like really like being like vulnerable and like admitting that like, yeah, sorry, I was wrong or like I'm sorry or blah, blah, blah. But um, again, personally, I just don't. Um, you know, I did that with like an ex-boyfriend, like my high school sweetheart. Um, I, I went back with my ex-husband, like we try to make it work after the divorce, which was weird and mm. it just doesn't. So I just, I try not to, you know, I made peace with my past and, um, I just try to keep them there, but sometimes I do miss them. I always wonder like, Oh, what if, but, um, yeah, just, I guess like, I'm just the worst. So I always just have to start off with apologizing like a million times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'd like to think that people can change and that, you yeah. know, people deserve forgiveness and, you know, uh, as do we all, and that, you know, people can learn from their mistakes. But some people are just assholes. That's true. But how many times are you going to be willing to forgive them, though? Oh, Honestly, yeah. what, what, what did Jesus say? Seven times 77? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like seven times 70. I yeah. Think. Something like that. Jesus also didn't do a lot of things that I've done. That's true, um, yeah. So if I, if I can get, like, him on one thing, you know, then uh, it's a step in the right direction. It's fair. Uh, ladies, there is a, a burning question oh. that, that has been on my mind for quite some time. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so uh, a lady friend of mine a few months back uh, sent me to the store. Uh, I might, might have been more than a few months. God, it might have been a year or two ago. But she was like, hey, can you go to the store? And can you get me some tampoons? Nope. And I was like, nope. all right, cool. Nope. I mean, I don't fucking care. Like, nope. you know, period, don't stop none but a sentence, baby girl. Yeah, yeah. No, you I know. got it. But. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and like, I'm fucking raunchy in bed. So she's willing to do half the shit that I want. Like, least I can do is go get her some pads. You know, yeah. like, that's, that's fair. It's cold. Mm -hmm. And so I get there and I was genuinely baffled by the fact that they had like the different sizes and mm. oh, not, oh. not just like the, the, but it was like the small, medium, and larges. So, yeah. is there like a metric to measure how big your vagina is for uh, small, that's medium, not large? What that's for. <laughs> See, we're confused. We need the help. <laughs> yeah, so we need the help here. Yeah. Well, first, I'm so glad you brought this up because in three episodes, we're gonna have uh, Dr. Nikki Doherty on, and she is a doctor of physical therapy, but for women's health. So mm. she's all about vaginas and nice. all about the health and anatomy, and those sizes are for your flow. Because as you bleed, you're going to have ah. a different flow. Ah. Yeah. yeah, like the first day, it's going to be really heavy because you yeah. just started. So you're going to need like a super. Super. And then, you know, I'm, by like day three, I'm like almost done. So I'll, I'll just like use like a sanitary pad or like yeah. a light, like a small one. Yeah, because I was thinking for a second, like if I'm in the, the grocery store and I see the woman like taking a small one, I'm like, I can't set her up with EP, Mike. I got to wait for one to grab a large. That's right. Know? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like, she's got to have a cavernous. Actually, yeah. I have a story with that. I was uh, like 17 at like a like summer pool party with my family and I started my period. So I asked like the family's like daughter. She was, I think, 
like a senior at like the University of South Carolina and you know I asked her like hey do you have a tampon and she hands me this big ass like super double like max and I'm yeah. like oh wow like this is what college girls are like like they're just spread out I'm like I try to put it in there and it hurts so bad like cotton baton oh my god yeah it was the Jesus. worst I'm just like Jesus Ugh. I didn't know there was even such a size it was like thick as fuck yeah. and again like yeah. I was you know like dainty and little like 17 and innocent I only fucked my boyfriend so I was like oh my god that's supposed to go where yeah yeah, JJ. yeah. Wow. so if there's anything that you would want the um the the listeners whether they be uh, veterans or probably more particularly just joined the military or just about to join the military mm-hmm. about how to like interact with females in the military uh what would you want them to know well, one thing that's been on my mind a lot lately since starting Sierra Hotel Echo is, like, I grew up as, uh, like, elementary age, like, very tomboy-like. Like, I was definitely more on, like, a masculine side. I wasn't very feminine. And as I grew up, like, I had a summer where I just matured, and then I had a woman's body. And then I was still very, like, athletic. So I didn't really feel that feminine until I joined the military. And then it was like I immediately was gendered and all the time, like, I was a female and I had female clothing, I had female regs, I had female PT. So I think that understanding that women didn't choose to be women, like I didn't go to a supreme being as like a seaman and be like, make me a female. Like (laughs) this just just happened. And then I also probably didn't have a choice in my career field. So like kind of having this overall, uh, I guess, evangelical understanding that like women didn't choose to be women but they're still trying to pursue something so truly just see them as equal and then like stop sexualizing them from the moment you hear that they're coming to the unit like stop stalking them stop like getting all your like lines ready stop showing them around the shop and then like hey what are you doing this weekend like it's so annoying it's so overplayed and women are just sick of it Jess uh <laughs> You had time to think, young lady. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Spaced out. (laughs) Um, So to the audience about females, um, I don't know, just don't be a fucking dick, like, Appreciate for yeah, I noticed how that um, when uh, Caitlin was doing her impression, she did like the typical voice that all women yeah, make when yeah. they mock guys, like, yeah. Oh, look at me, oh, going on? Yeah. <laughs> which is fair because the the voice that you know we use to accurately describe what women sound like <laughs> is like, Harold, when are you gonna come back from the store? <laughs> you know, because I mean, it's an accurate depiction of, of you know what it sounds like to be nagged, uh, but <laughs> that, is, that is funny. Men, I swear, are way more naggier like in a relationship than women. Like, because mm. women are trifling. Like, no, no, like, don't do shit that makes me nag. Like, just many, be chill. I don't know how many times I'm in a relationship, and it's just like if they're feeling insecure about the fucking littlest thing, it's like, hey, 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 hey. Like, it's just like constant, and you're like, I've been asking you to do something for a week. Like, calm down. It's been an hour. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Um, I would also like to point out that um, as the the second most tan person on the show right now, uh, all minorities have a voice that they used to mock white people with. It's true. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah. Jess's face says it all. Yeah, right exactly. Yeah. Sick of it. It's racist. <laughs> all minorities have a voice that they used to, to mock white people with. And mm-hmm. it's usually some like uh, nerdy, like. Uh, glasses, pocket protector sounding right, kind yeah. of voice, you know? Yeah, like, well, actually. No, see, exactly. <laughs> According to the Pythagorean theory. Offensive. <laughs> it, see, mine is like a mix of like the man nagging voice and the female nagging voice and a little more nasally mm-hmm. uh, than the man's voice. So 
But yeah, that that's what I used to mock my white friends with. <laughs> right, white people. White people, am I right? <laughs> As EP Mike sits over there, yeah, red just face smiling. and hungover. Yeah. Loves it. And we do apologize for anybody who watched Jesus that live feed. Jesus Christ, oh. yes. Um, oh it was fun. Sure. <laughs> until EP Mike decided that he wanted to drink all the alcohol. In, in the world. Yeah. In the world. And uh, gave away some trade secrets. Sure, you know, sure. Unskillful manipulation of the oh, camera. Man. Uh, cut, cut a bunch of people out of frame. <laughs> Multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah, I couldn't stop doing it. Yeah, so we, we do apologize to anybody who uh, watched the live feed. Please watch the next one. Yeah. Don't turn off the notifications. <laughs> Give us another chance. Numbers Take went us back. way down. We can do better. Exactly. Talking about forgiveness. Forgive us. We're sorry. Yeah, so we, um, we, I think we're nearing the, the conclusion of this episode. Mm. So does anybody have any final thoughts before we let the listeners, um, you know, uh, get back to their day? I do. Um, so I mentioned that Dr. Nikki Doherty is going to come on and talk about vaginas, basically. So if you're a listener of the Smoke Pit and you just actually have a question about vaginas, whether you're male, female, or whatever, um, email us or DM us um, at sierrahotelco.podcast with your questions about vaginas. So we can ask her because it's not something that's well known about. So I think we all like them. So. Right, yeah. yeah. All fans here. But yeah. also you can email us and ask us. It won't be yeah. as profound of an answer, but we'll still answer you. I mean, one of us here <laughs> is, is a subject matter expert. That's right, EP Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, I remember the day I found out that women pee out of a different hole than they have sex with. Fascinating. And that what was mind-blowing. I think like 24. Like three days ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like 24. And <laughs> and so it brought like a whole new meaning to I'll lick you where you pee. Right. Because it's a separate hole, you know, like you have to target that. Because like I thought like, you know, like when you cream pie a girl and she went to go pee it out, that it was, she was like literally peeing out. Like, no, like yeah, that doesn't impact it whatsoever. Uh, I still thought that. I, <laughs> I'm learning right now. <laughs> I was this many years old. Yeah, you never look down there. That's <laughs> true. Do you have any closing thoughts, Mike? Um, no. Uh, I love you guys. That's all. Jeff? <laughs> Ew, Mike, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just uh, happy to be here, and it's really awesome to like ha- to have met you guys and uh, yeah. getting to know y'all. I love it. So two things. One, um, go to popsmokemedia. Is it dot com? Dot com, yeah. And uh, buy the Pop Smoke tank top. Yeah. Um, we're about halfway sold out. We, uh, we sold out within the fir- first few days of this first two orders. And then we um, you know, put uh, all the money we don't spend on condoms into <laughs> our T-shirt fund. And we bought a fuck ton of Pop There's Smoke tank so tops. There's so many tank tops. <laughs> There's just so many tank tops in my room right now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so go, go on there. Buy one. Send us a picture. Uh, you know, we always appreciate seeing that. We try to repost as many as we can. Yeah. And, you know, tell your friends about it, too. Payday is coming up, so you, you have no excuse, uh, too. And I think this is really what I want people to take away from this show, if anything, is that women get insecure about bromance. Mm-hmm. It's true. That is, yeah. They're threatened by it. That is frustrating. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every every girl that me or my buddy AJ has ever dated has always had some negative shit to say about mm. the relationship we share with each other. Because <laughs> he and I, you know, we've known each other for 12 years. And, you know, we've done 10 countries together. We were in Iraq and Afghanistan together. And women are like, oh, why if you love him so much, why don't you go fuck him? And he was like, if there was the slightest bit of gay in me, I wouldn't even <laughs> talk to you, woman. Like, he and I would just be happy forever. <laughs> like, imagine this. We're just good to each other. And boom, we yeah. never get divorced. Like, Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. 
<laughs> so anything else before we get out of here? Because <laughs> after this, we're probably going to crack open a few more beers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and go live again. Yeah. <laughs> be a whole uh, thing. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, you got, do you take Venmo? I want to get a tank top. Yes. we Ooh, No, yeah. PayPal. I think we do PayPal. You do PayPal? PayPal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got PayPal. I mean, if you... <laughs> I, I mean, I would even put the challenge out there that if you were to arm wrestle EP Mike and win, I would just give you for a tank sure. Top. I was gonna say do something goofy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's been he's he's been lifting. He has been. Looks big as fuck. Let's get a little flex, man. <laughs> yeah, let's see it. Ooh, firepower. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're we're gonna go get hammered. And, uh, yes, play finally. Some, oh, because we have oh other God. games we can play too. Because you guys are in town till what tomorrow morning. Yeah, uh, afternoon yeah. now. Tomorrow afternoon. Oh, tomorrow afternoon? Yeah. Oh, so well, we, can, we can get hammered tonight? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, EP yeah. and I can't. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> right, because no at midnight is my birthday. Is it really? Yeah. Happy birthday. Congrats. Yeah. No, we are, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, That's awesome. And in all seriousness, we love every single one of you who is listening right now. Yes. If you're, uh, if you're going through any hardship or any struggle, remember to fight for yourself as hard as you would fight for someone else that you cared about. And as always, you know, reach out to us. We may not always reply um, as fast as you might expect. Be patient. But at some point in time, uh, persistency you know, between EP Mike, myself, uh, co-host Mike, and even the guests that come on, the Pot Smoke uh, page, this, uh, podcast page, like just reach out to us. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going through some stuff, um, reach out to your friends, reach out to your coworkers, because at the end of the day, um, every single person can add value to this world. And if you feel that you've lost your purpose or things are hopeless, then find something to work for. Find somebody in need to help. And then once you finish helping everyone that you can possibly help in this world, then you can go quietly into the night. But until that time, it is your responsibility to fight. It is your responsibility to earn your rent on this planet. See you next time. Bye. Bye.